When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay, so if you guys remember, um, on Monday of this week, I talked to you about a face gym, the new concept that is sweeping the country, L.A., London, and New York, where you go, and it's a gym for your face. And your Jessica Biel. Jessica yeah, Biel's went there yeah. for Mother's Day, and they give you, you, you know, just work on your face. And so we looked into it, and a woman, I think her name was Rachel, called in, and she yes. said... You can do, there's so many muscles on your face, you can do yoga for your face. And and I always remember there was a double chin exercise where you'd slap the bottom yeah. of your chin and stick your tongue out. Mm-hmm. But she was in it, so I was YouTubing all these yoga exercises. And Linda Evans with her Walgreens yes. face mask that did Zappy zap or your skin or something. Yeah. So there was all to stimulate your muscles. Right. But it's, so she said you can do yoga for your sagging neck and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So we've learned, you know, there's just so many different areas of a lady and a gentleman that you have to moisturize. You know, you have to moisturize your down there area. You have to moisturize your arms, your legs, your chest, your face, your blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The doctor ordered for me today. What? <laughs> I <laughs> I don't even know, but I'm going to laugh. I know. <laughs> Butt cream. <laughs> What? Butt cream. (laughs) Not really. But so, no, the latest is, so I'm at the dentist today. Oh, that kind of a doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, look in my throat, you know, because we just got over COVID and everything. I'm oh, like, I'm sure he wants to stick his no, nose down no, your throat. No, it's she, Julia. COVID. Julia, Dr. Julia okay. at Salute Dental. Okay. And um, I'm like, look back there. Because, you know, they have the, they can tell if you have cancer and do the pre-screening screening because our throats hurt so bad during COVID. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing a mask and everything. So um, anyway, and I'm like, I'm just having, you know, just a lot of. Phlegm. Phlegm, but I'm also having acid reflux. I'm having, okay. also having, having issues. dryness and yeah. some other things that are happening. And she looks at me and she's like, well, you have dry mouth. And I'm like, Chronic what? dry mouth? What does that have? What is dry mouth? Yeah. And she said, well, your tongue is very cracked. And she gave me, I mean, seriously, Lori, two little containers. Of one, salve? Well, one is olive oil. Hmm. And the other one is a little thing of coconut oil. And oh, yeah. I am to rub, take a little finger of it, and, my, and moisturize my tongue. Oh, wow. Because water can't hydrate your tongue. So who knew your tongue, which has all the nerve endings? The I most, probably have dry mouth, too, because we talk so much. We talk so much. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're spiriting the moisture right out of a... I almost died because it can be responsible for your teeth. It can be Mm -hmm. responsible. It's a gateway to so many Many other things. things. Yes. And I was just like, so I'm sitting there 
And I did the coconut oil, which kind of tastes okay, and I'm rubbing it on my tongue, mm-hmm. and you can just rub it on your gums and stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the craziest thing I ever heard yeah. before. Oh. And then on the way to work, I tried to open the, up the other one while I'm driving with the olive oil. Not a, Not good, a good idea. idea. Yeah. But I, I'm going to stick with the coconut oil. Yeah. But have you I ever... didn't know you could ingest coconut oil. I didn't you... either. That was going to be my next question. I love this. This is it's informative. A, it's like... Uh, I'm rubbing my tongue right now. Mm-hmm. It's a moisturizer. Yeah. I have to moisturize my like tongue. Lip balm for your That's tongue. what she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she said. Think of it as lip balm. Mm-hmm. But now you have to do it for your tongue because you can't drink enough water to hydrate this area. And as you age, mm-hmm. stuff. I was Dries shocked, up. Lori. And I started to just laugh and I'm like, now I have to worry about that moisturizer. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you got to moisturize, <laughs> your moisturize, Lord. You got to moisturize your tongue. That's yeah. the first thing. You have you ever, I never thought you'd say that. No, I never heard. I never. I've never. We've never she's been so, told this. She's yeah. so smart, and so she's like, "This could be why this is off, and this." Then let's mm. stick with this and see what happens. You know, I was just stunned. I've if never, you have dry tongue. You have it. I have it for yeah. sure. I'm a big fan of the coconut oil for everything. I love that stuff. Like yeah. I had some burns on my fingers. I was. Cooking like an idiot a couple days yeah. ago. Right. Rub that on my fingers. Oh, the coconut oil. Now I'm, I'm literally going to try this. Oh, when I smell go. good. Of course, yeah. of course, of course, you can eat it, Lori, because we use coconut oil in cooking and everything. Yeah, I'm going to try it out when we get home. But I mean, I was thinking of my jar of coconut yes. oil that I have in my bathroom. Me too. That's right. So I need to. This needs to be part of the nighttime regime. Regime. Lather up the face, then give the tongue a little slap with some I, coconut I mean, oil. And, <laughs> and like, look at your tongue. Stick I got a nice makeup brush. You don't just use your finger. That I could just put on, though, you know, like, then it would feel like it was more ritualistic Oh, like painting. Oh, Lord. Like you're painting this. I'm being organic or natural. But, I mean, it's just this little container, and I just thought I'd never, ever, and, like, to do it a lot for me, because look at the color of my tongue. And let me see yours. Yeah, mine's much, mine's much whiter than yours. Yours is really white, Grant. Yeah, yeah I think well, I've got the chronic dry mouth. Yeah, and we I've never had. Do. The, I never. I just thought it, so. If people though. are experiencing that, that one's for free. I thought I had dry mouth because I had COVID. My mouth has been very so dry. since I got this the COVID right. thing. At and least, yes, you Lori, know, I felt like I've had like I've been really thirsty and, beyond. Yeah, but and know. then the other thing is allergies are rampant right now. I mean, they're everywhere. So people are having headaches and stuff. That's because yeah, everything is popping. Yep. Um, so, by the way, I figured out, um, you know, every year I think I blame a frost or some kind of late winter thing on my magnolias not blooming my magnolia yes, tree not tree. blooming to its full potential for full flower potential right. i mean the green leaves that it gets are amazing i made a discovery last week and what the squirrels oh are eating the buds eating them shaking them and making the flowers fall off the tree there were like four of them is there an abundance of squirrels this spring uh, I, I have seen more squirrels i have no idea hardy squirrels but these squirrels are the reason why it's got nothing to do with my tree having any the, kind of a little the, issue or, or the, the dirt fertilizing or, or anything like that or the late winter right. it's the damn squirrels they yeah. like to eat the magnolia blossoms. And so they just, I was just like looking at them and I'm like, 
That's why. Uh, that's why. And then I thought, well, how can Casey stop him? Oh, you yeah. can't. No, there's a way, but I it's mean, probably not the most humane way. way. <laughs> way. Casey yeah, practiced yeah, that did. way yeah. for a while. Remember when he was obsessed? He was trapping squirrels. Catch and release. Catch and release down by the river. Exactly. My neighbor. He's the hero of the neighborhood. That is my neighbor. He is really? my hero. He literally spends all day just taking care of the squirrels, however he can, humane, inhumane. But we love it because we don't have to deal with squirrels. Right. Mm-hmm. He's the our ca- neighborhood the hero. The catch and release thing is amazing. Yeah. You might lawn have to stick rats on it. with privileges. Hey, lawn rats, exactly with privileges. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've got a lot of privileges. Oh. And, can, and up at the cabin, they fly. Oh, that's oh. so bad. Never they fly and they get into your, oh, jeez. Yeah. And they're protected. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, right. the flying squirrels are. You can't mess with those. Oh, I know. No. <laughs> yeah, I think you brought it up in the area. I, I remember that. ranger call us. I remember. <laughs> ranger Rick. Ranger, ranger Rick from Wisconsin. I know it. Don't broadcast where your cabin is. We're going to be paying you a visit. <laughs> no kidding. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to come back. We've got random thoughts. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Happy Limerick Day. Happy Odometer Day. I think that's there a new one. There once was a gal from Nantucket. Yeah. <laughs> don't that one. I'm going to hit the dumb button real uh-huh. quick. I love that one, though. Good stuff. Who needed coconut oil to suck it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That um, is a great... Well, this ties into what we were talking about. That about tied Moisturizing your tongue. Yeah. Okay, so... um, <laughs> I know. Good Lord. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so if you're thinking that you might know uh, um, a psychopath... Mm. Here are some new traits. Artificial intelligence technology has learned more about, about research psychos? about the psychos. And these are some classic signs, apparently. Ooh. Researchers found that it, a big sign of the classic psychopathic stare, is this is a big sign, which involves intense eye contact and piercing eyes. Once you've been with a psychopath, then you're also able to easily establish <laughs> well, you, this. Because I was once married to one. Were that? Do you? And yes, is this a true? The stare, the stare, the I, stare, which eyes. have piercing eyes, the which pupils. I took for interest in me. When you're not aware, psychopaths are very charming, mm-hmm. right? That's what they never tell you. They don't. But the pupils of psychopaths do not dilate when viewing scary or graphic images. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I didn't ever check that out. But, you know, right. and I they never hold... got out my flashlight when I was watching a scary no movie. Yeah. Let me see your dog. Let me see, Let me see, your, see, eyes. Your, Let me see your eyes. Yeah. And they tend to um, hold gazes for an uncomfortably long time, mm-hmm. especially when lying to others. Or trying to persuade them. Right? Well, there's the they persuasion. The, the, the creep stare. And you think, oh, if they're lying, they're going to look away. But actually, if someone's really good at lying. Well, I've got something on that. Okay. Okay, but let me just finish this last thing on that. They also find that psychopaths tend not to move their heads much when they speak. Oh, it's all so creepy. It really is. It's like a machine. Yeah. But they said... There's a trick that researchers out of the UK have found, and this is they're using this in children to find out if your children are lying to you because liars can't multitask. Liars lying, telling a lie, and holding requires a straight everything. face. It requires so much concentration um, energy and energy to tell yeah. the truth. So um, when you give someone a task like, hey, 
you know, you're going to ask them a question to see if they're going to lie. But first you're going to say, hey, can you remember this phone number for me and give them something to remember? And then ask them, did you by any chance take the car out last night? Yeah. Because they're remembering this, they've got their energy, you know, diversified and they scrub this pan. Let me ask you a question. Like that, but they don't like have to remember kind of it. Okay, no, they got it's memory. memory. It's something that would use a part of their the memory part. You know, so remember this number or what was um, that song that I liked yesterday on the radio? What was the name of that? But they have to remember. You have to tell them something. They have to be remembering that while okay. you're asking them a question. Right, you're I'm missing failing it. The you're failing it very much. The psychopathic clue test. She also hasn't moved her eyes once, and her pupils are not dilated. No, I'm moving my neck constantly. <laughs> You are. She is. Okay, so, um, you know, oh. our gal Brittany's having a baby right right quickly here. Mm-hmm. And one what, of the... One like, of the do, you, do you have news that we don't have? Yeah, I did get a pic- ultrasound picture today. Uh, oh, my gosh. Really? Well, just did because, you want it? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, because... Listen to me. Because, yeah. <laughs> no, we laughed about it. I think the baby's going to have a lot of hair. And how yeah. exciting to have a little girl yeah. with hair. Put a little ponytail up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is always one thing, like, you know, Hispanic babies, Asian babies, they always have so much hair and and baby eyebrows. Mm. So cute. There's a real cuteness factor with all that hair. Mm -hmm. Casey's son has both of his kids had heads of hair with eyebrows. Corey was born a yak. I mean, Mm. he was born a mountain. I mean, he had so much hair. It was so cute. Yeah. Okay, so. Here are um, the tw- 1920s names that are coming back in vogue now, mm-hmm. big time. So for girls, um, Mabel. Mabel, yay! That's mm-hmm. my name. I love that name. Mabel is so Mabel. Good one. It's a good one. Gladys. 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 Irene. Oh, I like that one. I like Iris. Mm-hmm. Elise. Ada. Dorothy, Mary, Margaret, and Joan. Yeah, those are all, those names all need to come back because they, there's Elise, so much yeah. repetition. Jessica, Sophia, you know, all these, the same names have been popular for, for such a they, long time. Really, since the 90s. I bet for kids girls now, they go boys. to school with, you know, 10 Jessicas or Sophias. Yeah, there's a know, lot of them. You're right. Lot. It's been popular for a long time. A long time. Those have been number one and two forever, I think. Yeah, whereas you don't meet a lot of Susans anymore. Susan did not make this list. No, Susan that's is, more of a 60s. I was just going to, and Karen, Susan and Karen, mm-hmm. and. Um, but those other names definitely. Autumn, those are 60s, yeah. 70s. Yes. Yeah. And for boys, Arthur. Love Arthur. Robert, Albert, Freddie. I like Freddie. I don't yeah. like Albert. No, I don't like not Albert. Not at all. Because Ar- Archie. Yeah, Archie. Because, Isaac. Yeah. Harris. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like Harris. Uh, Ronald. Reginald, Ernest. Yeah. So those are some of the other I like names. A Reginald one. That's a we call him Reggie. Reggie. I yeah. like that. Yeah, Reggie. Yeah. You know, it's kind of it's kind of there. Um, and then everyone will ask you, did your mom and dad did they love Betty and Jughead and Archie? No, and look at what you would think. I yeah. would think did your parents love baseball? Oh, Reggie Jackson. I think of the yeah. of the Archies when I think of Reggie. Yeah, I went I to never... baseball. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought of baseball too. Okay. Reggie Jackson, Mr. Yeah. October, absolutely. I know. All right, so um, this is something that we have heard about and we need to retrain ourselves with, Lori, is a doctor's warning against the just-in-case pee. The what? The just-in-case oh, pee. it's too late for me. Yeah, no, we've been isn't. doing this for too long. No, Lori. No, we can retrain. Why can't... It's a muscle. <sighs> we are going to moisturize our tongues. We're going to retrain our bladders. It's the just-in-case pee is not a good thing, but you can teach your bladder... How are we going to teach you that hold your old water, dog new tricks? We hold our water. And I've been trying to do that instead of peeing before I take the ride home from work, which is, you know, yeah. a while. I'm trying to hold it till I get home. And by the time I get there, I'm blue. Right, we're doing face yoga. We're training our blood. I mean, we've we've got to moisturize our tongues. We've got to moisturize our driving, flowers. You're doing the, we got to do this. we got to do that. I mean, I'm going to need to not work. To well, do are, all this stuff. <laughs> there are a lot of things that need to be done, Lori. And you've got to practice not staring so much so people don't catch don't on to you that are. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> a lot to think about. That uh, is a lot to think about. If people but are- I, I don't know. You know, I mean, the thing is, I'm trying to think uh, who I got the just-in-case peen from. because I Emergency really, piece. That's I right. am notorious in my family for, oh, you know... Even my mom, like, oh, are you gonna have to? Are you gonna just be peeing everywhere? Yes. And I say, yes, yes. I am, and yes. it's because I have a lazy bladder because I've been an insurance peer because uh, have. I'm gonna blame it on my parents being an Air Force brat forced me to become an Amer- a peer. Well, what does that have to do okay, with your parents? I, I'm good because Julia, we lived in the Philippines and we lived in Japan. Were there no bathrooms there? Julia, sometimes when you go to a foreign country, the way they have bathroom situations like in Japan, you know, the toilets are, you know, on the floor. Yeah. It's very different. It felt much better sometimes to just pee outside. Oh, there's nothing better than peeing outside. Well, for a guy. So I'm going to blame my parents right. for my being a great <laughs> emergency peer, just in case peer. Oh, All yeah. right. Dragging us to countries that had foreign bathrooms to us. That's, that's true, though. That's kind I of know. interesting. Well, we got to go. I just want to blame pee. him for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you guys got to go take a yeah, pee break right, real quick. Oh, my gosh. We still haven't taken that song out of rotation. You know, it's funny. in I, Alexa Wonderland. I talked to B. Arthur about it yesterday, yeah. and she was like, yeah, I don't. She's like, it's like a number one song, and she doesn't like it either. But oh, it's like number it, it, one. Yeah, It doesn't matter. It's, Sometimes it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just an, an annoying song. Yes. Yep. yes. Yeah. It, even though I try and put myself in, feel like... I wouldn't mind, you know, hitting a drum like that. Yeah. Know, boom, boom. I love boom. that. Yeah. You know, that whole thing. But okay. So, you know, GMA, this, I, I don't know I when was, this interview came about. With, I was stunned. Yeah. yeah. It was Ashley Judd. Diane Sawyer went to see Ashley Judd at her home in Nashville. And Naomi Judd, you know, just, I think it was just 10 days ago, a week ago, Sunday, you know, took her life, right. and um, uh, you know, not not that long ago, very recently, and there there 
I don't know if Ashley, because they didn't do any pre-promoting of this or no, whatever. Right. So it felt like it was came together kind of like last minute, like Ashley and her sister Winona talked to each other and they're like, we need to be honest about what happened with our mom. She was so honest with fans about her depression in the book that came out in 2016. And and I will just say that as, um, you know, I have two nephews, two sisters, both of their boys uh, took their lives. And um, it is such a, you know, there's a, a shame and grief that are hard to describe to think that anyone could do the most heinous thing to themselves to imagine the space that's there. And, you know, and I've, I've talked to my mom before about it and I'm like, I feel like we should do something to make sense of what happened. Mm -hmm. And, and then it feels too overwhelming. Right. And so I'm just transposing my feelings about having, you know, suicide uh, in, in, in my family and, you know, the ideation of suicide, too. I, I think my one nephew, he I don't know that he would have taken his life if he hadn't has had the example of his cousin. Right. Five years earlier, mm-hmm. it just put that out there that that's an acceptable thing, and I know after Naomi, or after yeah after Naomi Judd uh, took her life, uh, a friend of my dad's and his w- wife, a friend that they had just seen at the Talladega race course, mm-hmm. his the woman the wife they'd spent three days together. She took her life two days after Naomi Judd. They were the same age. Right. Alabama, you know, like probably was, a, you know, I mean, again, the ideation that gets out there. So the, I think the important thing with suicide is to take away the shame of it, the stigma of it. And of course the Judds have a platform. An amazing platform. An amazing platform. So I just wonder if in that these they're just talking about it. And what would mom have really wanted? Right. And the news was coming out today. That was the other piece, Lori. Yeah. And they wanted, they called it, they wanted to get ahead of the gossip. Um, they had something. That oh, would, was like her autopsy her being released autopsy or something? autopsy was being released. And it's so painful. Yeah. And so they said that they wanted to get ahead of the gossip economy. And again, isn't that terrible that you? But but that is that is the shame, yeah. And the because it's so hard to wrap your head around the fact that somebody that you know and and loved that they would be in a place of that much pain that they would in ten seconds of being out of their mind do something so unthinkable. And the fact that they're like, that they wanted to have the story so that it couldn't be some shocking silly because you're taking back some ownership of it because you still love your mom. You still, and you want to say to anyone who's out there thinking about it, please don't, you know, 1-800, you know, 273-TALK. I mean, to not, but it's, you're sometimes... It's that 10 seconds of being out of your mind. So here's Ashley Judd talking to Diane Sawyer 
um, about her, the loss of her mom, which yep. did just happen like maybe, you know, 10 days ago. In her sunlit porch, Ashley Judd has set up a kind of altar for her mother, some favorite things. Quietly, Larry Strickland, her stepfather, slips in. The sisters lovingly call him Pop. He'd been traveling in Europe on that Saturday. Ashley made the call. And it was left to you to call Pop. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I, I was in high-functioning shock. I was in high-functioning shock, and we all grieve in our own way. You know, and I just said, Pop, I love you, and I'm with you. I love you, and I'm with you. And then had to, obviously, say the next piece. Um, but that's how we are as a family. We love each other, and we are with each other. Over the years, she's written about the path she forged to transform trauma and depression in her life. Someone in recovery told her, don't quit before your miracle. There's miracle, but there's footwork. You know, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the footwork department. God is in the results department. And I know that there are things that I have done that have been helpful for me and that I'm in a different place than my mom was in. And so I really can only speak from my own experience. And now the search for another path through trauma and grief. You were saying that these books have been so helpful. Yes, they have been. What's the message? So grief therapy is by some nuns in Indiana. Remain open to the hurt. Grief will demand your attention. And then tear soup, I just read this in its entirety yesterday. Don't compare your grief with another's. Don't be too hard on yourself. I wish I could have. Why didn't I? The mm -hmm. If only. That is the bargaining stage of grief. And for me, it is my least favorite stage of grief because it is such a mind game. It is such a cluster. <laughs> and that's another part of the lie, you know, that if I had done something differently, there would have been a different outcome. And I go back to those three C's I mentioned. I didn't cause it. I can't control it. And I can't cure it. And of course, she is that, of course, speaks to the whole everything with suicide because the beating Survivors yourself up. Wonder why didn't I do more? Why couldn't I have done more? But it isn't like she said, mm -hmm. you didn't cause it. You can't control it and you can't cure it. Very you. you I, I would see how that would have could be a magical mantra for you because that is overwhelming. Right. The she was. Here's the part, Lori, too, yeah. that got me. And we're talking about Ashley Judd. Um, her mom took her life 10 days ago. and um, With she, a gun. With a gun. She mm -hmm. was at the house, and a friend at her mother's house. And a friend had come to visit, and she went to go answer the door. And by the time she got back, her mom had taken her life. So she said, I am in trauma. Mm -hmm. I am in grief. I, which she, she's very in touch because she's done a ton of therapy. Because I think she's, she's has also suffered from clinical depression she like did. her mom. And we know mm -hmm. that. And she's talked about it mm -hmm. openly. And then she also said why Winona wasn't there with her. And she said, Winona and I talked about this. And um, Winona wrote me a note for today. Winona has to process it in her own way. She's grieving very differently than I am. Mm -hmm. They had a different type of relationship. Yep. Not better, not worse, but it's different. And she said that we always have each other. But it is too painful for her to discuss it right now, and it's too fresh. And the only reason I'm doing it right now is to get ahead of the gossip economy. Yeah. And so, in just the language around it, and they also shared, you know, there's over 212 step groups with different things to help people out. And 
Grief group, groups. Grief yeah. groups. Mm-hmm. Some group for everybody. Yeah. And that, you know, anonymous programs are available. They're free. Um, again, the 1-800-273-TALK mm-hmm. or text TALK 741-741. Or if you know someone that you think is struggling, please reach out yeah. and give them love. And I think the more we talk about this, it was so powerful today, yeah, Lori. I thought so, too. And so new. And so, I mean, it. Mm-hmm. what strength. Oh, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't either. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe Especially it. Especially when she said I was the one that found her because, oh. you know, the vision of that and... Oh, um, and how do you, you know... How do you process it? And, and then showing up the next day for when the mom... And they said, Mom just couldn't hold on long enough to get the word. She didn't. She knew people loved her, but she couldn't feel it. Yeah. You know, kind of the disconnect there. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, they continue to say it's a disease. Yeah. She, her disease told her lies, her mental yeah. illness, health issues told her lies yeah. about herself yeah. that were so far from the truth. And mm-hmm. we couldn't, she couldn't get past that. Yeah. And yet at the same time, Naomi, very passionate about raising awareness Absolutely. because she was very out loud about it. It was, you know, yeah. about, about that writing about it and, um, you know, how it was, you know, really painting the picture in her, I think it came out in 2016 about like she couldn't get out of bed, couldn't right. get up and bathe. And it was just like there was a fog in her mind. Right. And I, she really tried to, to describe it to the person who hasn't experienced that's that you right. could, so you can understand it yeah, because for a second. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Because unless you've walked those shoes, mm. you don't know. She, and, she, you know, well, maybe this is going to be the wonderful gift of Naomi Judd, right. Judd afterwards. But, um, yeah, it's um, it's pretty, pretty amazing on the part of Ashley to... Have able to strength. sit down. Yeah. And of course, Diane Sawyer, you know. She's so good. She is pretty good. She's really good. If at her she's job. not talking to Britney Spears yeah. or something. You well, know, that was doing a long time ago. Yeah. Right, right. And I think everybody's grown and evolved, you yeah. know, and it, it's changed. Interviews have changed. But yeah. I do think the big thing is she addressed it immediately. Obviously, it's too soon for us to talk to the public. Obviously, we're in grieving. Yeah. But, but this is too big of a deal not to. Yeah. So I yeah. think a lot of people are grateful mm-hmm. that there's more conversation and discussion around it. I agree. Yeah, that was a good talk, guys. That was really well done. All right, listen, when we come back, we have to Hollywood speak. We have to Hollywood speak a diaper stunt, you guys. Oh, I saw this (laughs) nonsense. I don't know this. Okay. Okay. I have no idea what the diaper caper is about, The diaper caper. Well, yesterday, uh, Goop uh, had, they did a... Basically promoted a virgin alpaca amber scented wool diaper um, that you throw in the laundry when you're done. That's one hundred and twenty dollars for twelve, and um, it was all done for a stunt wah, to wah. raise awareness that thirty three states, not Minnesota, um, tax diapers. Yeah, a necessity. Oh so it is a good. Yeah, that was a good PSA. Good, good message. PSA, yeah. But to deliver because the woman who gives us vag steaming and <laughs> va- jade bajingo eggs and overpriced vitamin vagina packets, candles. Yeah, yeah. we, we think I that, thought it was real when I first course. read it. I was duped. I was like, oh my god! And then I kept reading, and I'm like, well, this is a weird way to get me to get a good message out there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like 
her it seems something believable that goop would promote right a alpaca, alpaca. wool diaper <laughs> any- with gemstones releasing an amber scent i mean no one blinked an eye right i didn't and and i mean yes you but it was to raise awareness for the facts that despite the absolute necessity of diapers 33 states tax them tax them like they're essential Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts is shocking so i give goop applause for that aspect for that but i wish it had been a better stunt because her alpaca wool 120 dollar 12 pack of diapers seemed like something that she, she would, would do her i totally yeah. thought you guys were telling yeah. me for real and i was gonna say speaking as someone i have a friend who's taking care of her elderly mother who does have to use them, who the hell would want to wash those things out and it's, deal with that But it that seems like, yeah. you know, Goop would it come totally, up with something totally to collect poop it, but because okay. Goop is full of crap anyways. There so. you go. Okay. okay, the cryptocurrency markets are crashing and burning, <laughs> just like everyone predicted. So that explains... Why Matt Damon was trending. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Yeah. So he endorsed, the. he did a commercial for A lot of celebrities, lot of, but yeah. Matt Damon had a big one that aired during the commercial. And basically he uh, basically said, hey, d- bro, don't be a wussy and yeah. not get into crypto. And then well, it crashed soon thereafter. Well, it's not his fault. And he no, got paid to do the commercial. Who would have all thought it was just a giant shell game? Mm-hmm. Who would well, have thought that they were a Ponzi scheme and a shell game at the same time? Mm-hmm. And who would have thought that after four years, you finally find your password and find and out you have money in Bitcoin right, on right. the very same day that it all goes away? Oh, yeah. my God. Because mm-hmm. I, you know. Oh. But I mean, this was always the thing that I didn't I never, understand about cryptocurrency. It felt like a scam. Mm-hmm. It felt like a Ponzi scheme. And it felt like a bubble of just. Oh, yeah. Futuristic blah, 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 blah. But there are good things like Apple Pay, you know, people use and some of these other things. That's, that's just a that's different thing. That's a different no, that's thing. a yes. different thing. I know. Julie, I know. I know but I just your, your diamonds no. and your cash bars. Yeah, that's your gold bars. There we go. The big thing, too, bars. here is I, I have a lot of friends that work in stocks and all kinds of all that stuff. And, and a couple of them who were in companies that went all crypto mm-hmm. and they walked away from those companies because they were very hesitant on where this is going to go. And like you said, what are we actually looking at here? What's what's really going on what's here? What's the real? Yeah. What's so it, the basis behind it? I know a lot of professionals in that industry yeah. that are very smart that just walked away from that because their company went far into that direction. And they're like, I am avoiding this like yeah. a bad habit. And now it, it also the NFTs. Like, I wonder if Madonna realized she was birthing her art on the very day that the, the crypto and NFT market was coming to a okay. yeah. and yes, sliding halt. How so, much did people bet? So I, I'll get an update. I where they were yesterday I checked after the show they were only at like two thousand dollars thirteen hundred dollars there were nothing they no. were they were on there for a good two hours after after I checked after the show we're looking at because for all that three market is crashing the mm-hmm. and the non-fungible thing what they're probably the, more now but yeah I know but it's kind of a, the, that's crashing like crypto yeah 
So well, well, it's just I don't like the idea of not. Why would I buy something that I can't physically display, but on my computer? It's pixels. I'm buying pixels, and I'm buying these coins that are essentially Who floating that around. Who's going to flame out and crash and burn? Gee, yeah, yeah you were there. The Only whole time. everybody's grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. and auntie and uncle and all the young people. Like there were, there was a survey just last week that half of um, the young kids, eighteen to twenty-five yeah. year olds, would get paid in crypto if oh. they could have their choice. I hope that they are. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yes. Absolutely not. Okay, so uh, Miranda Lambert, if the, the, the tabloids and the entertainment outlets are calling her getting brutally honest about Blake Shelton. Which she never talks interview. about. Okay. She really doesn't. Is this brutally honest? Okay, let me hear. This will be... Um, I'll coming, be the judge of that. Um, about She was asked about her divorce being in the public eye, and here's what she said. I wasn't prepared for that. Well, I don't think anybody is. And it's not nice sometimes, but I think you've got to take it with a grain of salt and know that I'm a singer-songwriter, so luckily I can tell my whole truth. But who dumped who on that one? I thought it was her. Uh, It was just the tabloids, you know. It doesn't really matter, but I think she dumped him. But he also might have been dipping his. But wick, she dipped. Lips. Yeah, she. He did was too. married when he she was, met him. Yeah, he it was, was always going to end in tears. Yes. All right. Anyway, I don't feel like that's that's nothing. That I don't is even, nothing. I don't even really want a Hollywood speak it. That's well, the, the beauty Hollywood of writing speak, songs. You can tell your truth. Yeah, I mean, she, you can, can listen to any of her songs, right, and, and he, you know, big deal. So I don't count that as being brutally honest. I don't think sorry. so either. Yeah, You're I mean, gonna be. Brutally honest, tell us the full story. Yeah. That's honesty. Here's here's what I want you to Hollywood speak about, her meeting her police officer oh, husband. In New York City on Good Morning America. She said it was like some kind of a Hallmark movie or something. The redneck from Texas meets this beautiful NYPD officer on the street in New York, but it actually happened that way. Now that is a brutally that. honest statement because he was the security on a performance day for her at GMA. Yes. And she's the redneck from Texas. Mm-hmm. I love that. I know. That's the brutally honest yes. part of it because she's never Told commented us. that this is this, this is, is what it, it was he, rumored. Yep. This is how they met. Now she's telling us the meet cute story. And of course, we can listen to her album, Palomino, if we want to get the straight scoop. A Palomino is such a pretty horse. Mm-hmm. So I have an update on some current prices, if okay, you want. Okay, tell us. For Madonna. Just Madonna. tell us the tree. One day, Mother of Technology. The tree one right now is called Mother of Nature. We're looking at $31,674 right now with a day left to bid. Uh, Mother of Evolution with the butterflies coming out from the legs. That one is $28,450. And the Mother of Technology where she's laying in a forest, I don't really know what that one was all about, is at $29,353. And all of those are her son David has bid on all of those. No, I know, Lori. He's taking all of his allowance. She did the starting bid. He's taking all of his allowance all these years. I mean, but how embarrassing for her to go out with such a big thing and make such a big splash. And on the very day that really... It was a day we've seen this coming, mm-hmm. but it isn't. That isn't why these weren't going to sell anyway. But 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 I'm it just was saying, enhanced by the fact that yeah. NFTs are just in the dumpster. It, it's, it's in the yeah. same bubble. I never as understood it, and I never even wanted to learn non fungible anyway. Yeah, I know that word bugged us. Yeah, it sounds like a fungus mushroom. It does. I'm a non fungi. Mm-hmm.
I'm a non-fungi. I mean, it was just, we understood that one even a little bit more than um, the attraction of cryptocurrency, because at least there was something that you owned that you would be able to mass produce and cash in on in a way. In a way, yeah. Yeah. It felt like a stock, more or less. This just feels like I'm buying a picture off the web. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's already taken a picture of. Yeah, that you could screenshot and put it on, you know, exactly. Come on, guys. Yeah, this is just dumb. Well, so we come back. David's allowance. I would say. Oh, I love that. She's bidding up her own auction for sure, or her son, 100%. (laughs) He needs to do better. I love it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.